0: Welcome to another episode of Let's Make It, and tonight I'm kind of flying solo. Uh, Bob is feeling a little bit under the weather, so keep him in your thoughts and everything um, so he won't be with us tonight, and he's going to to rest and, and start feeling better. So we haven't had a show in two weeks because I've been on vacation. I went uh, down to South Carolina and spent uh, a few, well, 10 days basically uh, down in South Carolina and enjoyed myself and finally... Uh, Came back and I'm starting to get back into the groove again. In fact, I got ambitious this past weekend and tore the studio pretty much apart and redid how all the monitors are and everything in front of me and changed out the lighting. So, still coming back from all those changes. So, uh, while I was gone, I was trying to think of some new show episodes and stuff. And um, a while back, I mentioned about a project I was going to do um, for our dog. When she wants to go out, she comes and she stares at you, but she doesn't tell you what she wants. And you got to ask her three or four times, and then she'll finally will maybe bark or, or run to the door when she wants to get to go out. So we decided a while back that I was I should make a button for her. So I'm going to go through that tonight. That's tonight's project. I did that uh, using an off-the-shelf um, Arduino board from Adafruit. And we'll talk about that, too, because there's two versions of it. One of them has an amplifier and one of them doesn't. Um, and I, I got the one without first, and I thought, well, I should have the one with. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. One thing I do want to kind of cover and um, this past week, it was announced by Justin TV that they were shutting down and they didn't give any kind of notice. They basically said we're shut down. Anybody that was on that service that had content pretty much lost it. Uh, we're not one of those. We don't keep our content there, but we did stream through it and Justin TV still on our website, but it will be removed here in the next couple of days because they no longer, no longer are going to support streaming. Uh, not sure if you had heard or how uh, how much you follow it, but um, Twitch TV, which is also part of Justin, Justin started Twitch for gaming, was bought by Google and uh, and YouTube. So I'm sure they had something to do with that. Uh, it's a little frustrating, probably some people that didn't have notice. Fortunately, we weren't one that's really uh, really affected by it. Other than we streamed stream to them, so it's not really a big deal. But I know we had some viewers that would watch us on Justin TV. And that no longer is going to be the case. So we're rearranging all of our streaming. In fact, tonight I'm only on uh, Daily Motion, but next week hopefully we're up on a couple other ones as well, That like we, we get some old ones live stream and a few other ones we used to, to use. And we're gonna spin them back up again. And so we're gonna readjust all that stuff over the next next week or so. So it's just it's something, if you're looking for Justin TV, or you go to our Justin TV link on the website, it's just not there, it won't work anymore. They're just gone. So that's just to make sure that we that we covered that. Um, so I had a question in the chat room before the show started about our hexacopter update. And I think you all remember probably last time I talked about it, I had crashed it. Actually damaged the house more than I did it. But since I've been back from vacation, um, I haven't had time to go back outside. It's been kind of ugly outside anyways and storming. So I haven't really had a chance to go out and, uh, and fly it around. But I do have the other ones sitting on the table ready to start assembling them. One of the things I decided to do with the hexacopter is I was having some problems with the speed controllers and reading about them, they got to be adjusted. I guess the speed controllers are used for, you know, airplanes and everything now as well. Instead of gasoline engines, a lot of people use them to control um, motor, electric motors on, on airplanes. So there's this adjustment you have to do, which gives you the bottom and the top end of motion. But with the hexacopter controllers, it doesn't always work right. There's a tuning thing you got to do. So I was doing that, Uh, last time when it crashed i don't think i've ever got them correct. but what i decided to do was the um it's a company that makes some that are don't need tuned so they're on their way here Uh, i thought they may have been here by the time i got back from vacation but they haven't arrived yet so uh, when i get those i'll replace those in the next copter and see if it flies or not flies but even idles a little bit better one of the odd things about it was when you would give it power you may have two blades that are spinning at idle and the other ones weren't spin until you go to take off then they'd also take off and go and after i was flying it was fine but if you tried to give a little bit like if um you could take a really hard like into the wind and trying to go one angle some of the ones may shut off which then made it really unstable which these other ones supposedly don't do that so those are on the way uh let's see i think that's pretty much all of the news that i had this week i said bob's not going with us today um hopefully he's resting up and uh, and getting getting starting to feel better. I know he had a rough rough week last week. Uh, not feeling so well. So, all right. So, like I mentioned before, we had a project we wanted to do. My wife and I talked about this, and we want to do this thing for our dog because she is weird. How she she comes and she stares at you, and she doesn't, she doesn't. This dog doesn't bark. Um, it takes a lot to get her to bark, and we have to coach her to do that um otherwise she just didn't she won't didn't work at all she's actually many times she barks really is when she's sleeping and dreaming but if you coach her enough and she has to go the, go outside or we call it go potty for her and you keep asking her she eventually will give you a little bark so what we want to do is give her a way that she could tell us that she has what she wanted because sometimes she just wants water sometimes she wants food sometimes she has to go out so it's kind of hard sometimes to understand what She wants, so we decided to do a button. So I'm going to show it to you. I don't, I don't have her camera to tore it all apart, so I'm going to hold it up. But basically, what I have here is I have a gaming button, like you'd see it like on a, a video game in any kind of video game place, an arcade or whatever. Um, and I got these, I can't remember where I got these, but I got a bunch of them, and also got some smaller ones too that you find on video games. But it's a big button, it has a, it lights up, there's an LED inside of it, it lights up. And then from Adafruit, I got this shield, which is attached to, right now, just a Arduino Uno. And then there's a shield. And let's see if I get the name of the shield. It's just called the Music Maker Shield. And it comes in two flavors. It comes with a, one with an amplifier built onto it and one with not. So you can... Uh, get audio out through this little plug, like into earphone, to a stereo, something like something like that. Because, but I want to put this in a box by itself. So, um, I got the one first, realized, not realizing that it, there was two versions of it. This is, and I got it, I ordered another one with the amplifiers on it. So this has an amplifier on it. It's a low, it's a low power amplifier, but it's enough to power this little speaker here. It's a little 8 um, ohm speaker, and it works, it works well for that. So one of the things, uh, if you saw that when I was holding it up, but every so often it just it blinks it's about every 10 seconds or so it'll give you a real quick blink if you can see on the camera or not let's see come on there it goes so it just but it just blinked that's just so we know it's working and it's also i th- i want to try to teach our dog that when it's, that's what she needs to touch when it, when it goes off but what i did is i went out to um five rr.com which is a place where you can get things done for five bucks and i paid somebody five dollars and do a voiceover as my dog saying she has to go potty and uh she gave me like probably eight or nine different versions of that that and that was kind of funny because she was trying to think she made comments while she was recording like trying to think what her pets would say um but what i did i took those a uh, wave, those that uh, wave file she sent me, and I broke it into individual files, and those files are stored on the SD card that's on this right here. And I'll try to get some pictures of this and stick it up in the on the notes because I don't have a camera overhead to zoom in and show uh, this week. So basically, what I did is I wrote a, a, a sketch, which I'll walk through here in a little bit. That when the button is pushed, every 10 seconds or maybe 11 seconds, something like that, it'll keep rotating around all those different sayings saying i have to go potty and then if we want to turn it off we just hold it down for five seconds and then when that, we do that it stops and goes back to normal so i'm going to press it here and you're going to hear what it says let me get it close to the microphone so i'm going to press the button i have to go potty i think you heard that um and it'll keep talking now without me doing anything with the button i'll bring it up here It feels like forever when you're like this. Oh, may yeah, I did. May yeah, I pushed it. Yeah, I did. I have to go potty. You know, see it's blinking faster. That's telling us that that she triggered it basically. I have to go potty. And I'll let it go a couple more times here then. I have to go potty. I have to go potty. There we go. So now I hold it down. And when I hold it down. See, it blinking, so that I cleared it, basically. It's reset, waiting for her to press it down again. If she presses it again, it's going to go I have to go potty. right away. So I'll go ahead and stop that, just like that. So pretty simple little project. We haven't tried training her yet uh, on that because I have it in a box. So I'm going to put it in a box and put her by the sliding glass door in the back, and hopefully she can learn it. She is about uh, seven or eight years old now. We rescued her we thought she's about she's about two so i don't know old dog new tricks type thing we'll find out but what i would do want to do is i do want to walk through the code because it's actually very interesting this is the first time i've ever done anything with an arduino that actually played something and it's actually playing m3 mp3s so it's not something like a text-to-speech but we'll walk through here real quick let me go back over to the computer this script actually came from the adafruit site So I downloaded it when it's from the, if you go look at the the board itself, you can um, find the library and also in the libraries from samples. So I basically took the Adafruit samples and I, you know, cut it up pretty good. Um, But basically what it is, is uh, it uses the SPI interface for the SD card. So we have to include spi.h and sd.h. Now it's a micro SD card, but it's still sd.h. And then here's the Adafruit library, the VS1053.h which uh, is what's needed to actually use the chip. And um, the shield that comes from Adafruit has some pins predefined on it. So seven and six are used to communicate with the VS1053 chip, which is the, uh, the playback chip. And then for the card select for the SD, you have uh, pin number four. And if you want to use an interrupt, Uh, You can use this pin number three, which I actually ended up using pin number three for something different uh, on down in here so uh, I didn't I'm not using interrupt, so it doesn't really matter in my particular case And then we get down in here where my part of it is. So um, the files on the SD card are numbered uh, in Basically, they go from starting at zero one and they go as high as you know in in my case six so I have a routine we're gonna get down here and When I get to six, I want to go back to one again. So, what I'm saying is the max messages that I have on the disk or on the card is six, and then I have two modes. It's either waiting for Bella to press the button, or it's been pressed and it's in the gotta go uh, mode. So then I come down and I define the uh, file player, and I can call that music player. And you see right here, I define all the different um, pins that I defined above. And then I set my defaults. The current message is going to be played is equal to one. And then the current mode is equal to one saying it's going to be in the waiting mode and the first message is going to be number one. And then I have some loop counts here and this is how I determine the two different, um, blinking rates. So, and also how long I've, how I have, we held the button down to reset it. So I had it set up so that we have the button down for so long to reset it. So if she hit it twice real fast, it wouldn't just clear itself so I had to this is what the button count does um and the message loop count is basically the how much time it waits in between each message that it plays so we come down to the setup real basic stuff here in the very beginning we do our serial setup and I just bring print out that it's the bell it's Bella's potty button and then I open the music player and if for some reason I can't find it then I basically say I can't find the chip and I sit in a while wow loop forever not doing anything and then on, uh print out the audio chip found. This all came out of the Adafruit default program. Start the SD card right here, and I set my volume. And what's interesting here is it's kind of backwards what you would think. So when it, in the default, whenever you get the sketch, is 20 and 20. So it's left and right channels. It's a stereo output, um, although I'm only using one side of it. But it defaults just to 20 and 20, and it was quiet. And I ended up uh try to increase the number which didn't help actually went the opposite direction so it actually ends the lower the number you go the higher the volume so i got it as high as i can get it which is one and one and then uh i do set an interrupt pin although i'm not using the interrupt pin for anything i set pin two to be an output pin right here and right now what is d what it does is as soon as it starts up it does play one it does play track zero zero one I'm probably going to remove that because there's no reason to actually do that. And then in the loop, we're pretty much sitting and waiting for something to happen. So in mode number one, which is when we're waiting for uh, Bella to press the button, I'm just checking the button. And if it's pressed, then I play, I do a play message, which I'll walk through in a little bit. Basically, plays the next message in the loop. I set our button count equal to zero, our message loop count equal to zero, and I change the mode to two. And I do that so you'll see the button count later on. Basically, that's, this is what's gonna to wait to see how long we've held the button down. And message loop count is, is what's used to determine how often the message plays again. So um, right beneath that, and this will happen every through every loop, basically, is I'm increasing blink count. And every time I get reached to 100, I'm basically going to turn the light on and turn the light off. Um, and with a delay of of half or a quarter of a second in between there and I reset blink count back to zero so basically that causes the the slow blink just so we know it's still still functioning and if some if Bella presses the button which makes it uh, current mode equals two what we're doing here is we're checking the button and if the buttons down we're increasing that button count and if we hold that button count hold that button down for more than six cycles excuse me, then we're assuming that we want to reset it. So what we do is uh, we put the mode back to one, and we sit here and we wait while the button's being held down. And the reason we do that is if we're holding the button down and it resets itself and we're still holding it down, it's going to go back and start playing messages again and go back into the other mode. So um, by us waiting here until the button's released, we know the button's been released. So if it's pressed again, it's pressed on purpose. So that's what this little while wow loop right here is for but let's just say the button isn't pressed and we come down here and we do message loop count. And when we've gone through this loop 60 times, which basically is every six seconds, I guess in this case, because we're delaying uh, down here one tenth of a second, then we play the message again and we set our loop count back to zero and we start counting over again. And we also have a blink counter here and our blink counter f- for this particular mode is much faster up here. We're blinking, once every will that be 10 seconds and down here we're blinking once every will it be two seconds so um basically what we're doing is we're looking for a blink count here and we're increasing about 15 versus the one that's up top here get greater than 100 we do the same thing we turn it on we wait for a quarter of a second and turn it back off again and then the loop ends with a delay of 100 milliseconds so we're looping through here every 100 milliseconds so 10 times a second we're checking that button the button status and then the only other thing that's in here really is a simple routine that actually does the playing so this what play messages does right here and um i set up a file name track 001.mp3 and then i just change the number to be the current message number plus 48, which makes it like, um, if it's one, it's gonna be 48 plus one, which is actually another number one. So that's how we set up our file name. And then we just, to play the file, it's real simple. It's just music player dot play full file. And there's, put the file name in there. And then we increase the current message. And if that current message is greater than six, it means we've gone, we don't have a seven. So we go back to number one again. Next time we play call this routine, it's gonna go back and it is going to play that one more time. So um, that's all the play message does. So it's really a simple program, and it's only what 118 lines. So really, really basic. Um, with all the the long stuff at the top is already set up from the sample Adafruit uh, program that I pulled down. So let's see. Let's clean this up a little bit. I haven't commented this very well yet. I'm gonna recomment this before I put it out in the show notes. But um playing an a, a mp3 file with this library in this card is super simple and uh there's a bunch of other options for the music player I'm actually let me go up here and um look at the other examples that come with this so well this is the player simple this is what I took took this from and you can see it's really well documented, but there's a bunch of different ways you can do it. So if you're not using it all, you just cut it out. which is pretty much what I did. But you can see in this very simple example, they're just going to play two tracks. And you can also play multiple things at one time. It looks like I haven't tried this yet, but um, you see here start playing file and it does that while it's already playing this file. So you can, you can play multiple things and it does require interrupts, but. That's why I said before I wasn't doing this, so I didn't require the interrupt to be able to do that. And uh down here just they have serial controls like start and stop, stuff like that, right down in here. Let's see what other examples does this library come with. Uh here's a GPIO test. Let's see what this does. It's uh oh I see it's just doing some GPIO uh for beginning and ending and things like that oh well also you can do some control over the actual player itself using GPIO and it can read oh I guess the library has GPIO built into it as it looks like. I haven't really researched that very much because all I want to do is play but the board the board comes with extra row of holes so you can do your own connections uh, to the pin numbers as well alright so that is the Adafruit what did I say it was going again music maker mp3 shield and uh, I have two copies of it now I have one that without and one with an amplifier um, the amplifier is not really powerful but it runs these little speakers you know just fine so and I could actually run two speakers with it so my next step is to build a box now I've kind of recorded me putting this up together and I'll go through that in another in another segment and putting it in the box and everything because I put little clips you can't really tell probably from the distance without the camera overhead, but these are like slide-ons um, and the actual button itself I don't know if you've ever seen one of these is actually very interesting because this is just a hollow piece of plastic with some little push pins on it, so it doesn't do anything by itself. And then that button is just a temp- typical um, edge button with an LED in the middle. So um, you see all these buttons sometimes with like little arms on them uh, that trigger when something hits it. So it's um, like sometimes they call them edge buttons. Sometimes they um, what they call them when CNCs. Um, I uh, can't remember what they're calling. But anyways, there's the button. And just a real tiny little thing. You just push it like this. I have to go potty. And you see there's the the message. And so now you can, see the, you can try to see the LED now. It's blinking faster until so I stop it. So, But yeah, it's a very interesting button. And they make these in all kinds of sizes, too. Um, I was just on vacation. When I was down in uh, on the way to, North, to South Carolina. We stopped at Dave & Buster's with our nephews. And they had, I saw these things everywhere in there. And there's one game that probably had at least a hundred of these on it, and they're blue. And you had a, the idea was like whack a mole, but it was ver- it was uh, vertical instead of horizontal, and you had to hit it with your hands. But and so I I was amazed how many things are around. And then the I have littler ones too for other video games, for like start buttons and things like that. So uh, very interesting, very fun, very fun to play with. So I think that's uh, pretty much it. It's going to be a short show this week. Um, didn't really have a, a lot more than this uh, planned and with Bob uh, being out. So I won't hold everybody up. I'll make it as, uh, as short so you can get back and go play with your toys and your electronics and everything. Let me see if I've got anything here in the chat room. Oh, okay, so yeah, Chris, Justin TV is gone. <laughs> so you're never gonna get Justin TV to work again. They took it they took it down. Um let's see. Oh, so Chris can't watch it on daily motion. Okay, well next week we'll have the some of the ones set back up that we took down because we we were had too many of them. Um u wasn't up tonight either. I don't know what's going on with Ustream. I couldn't get it to come up let's see Oh, Chris is having problems viewing. Yes, yeah, it's the king gets the daily motion. I don't know why that would be the case. Um but I'm not sure what's going on with um Ustream. Well, I don't recommend Ustream anyways because it's to make commercials on it. But we will um have some of the older ones that we we're using before back in there, maybe Vaughn or somebody, something like that we'll get set back up. Plus we're also looking at um, YouTube Live, which is is a bad example to use when you're watching live because it, the, the delay is, is really long. It can be more than a minute delay, so you can't chat back and forth. I mean, already we have delay. Can you imagine adding another minute on top of that? So, um, But we may do that anyways. We are actually setting up a Wowza server, On a dedicated server outside of here, and we'll just stream to it, and we can stream everywhere that way. Um, The reason we took down um, the other ones, like Vaughn, was we didn't have enough bandwidth to to do them all. And Daily Motion was a better, better quality video than any of the other ones, so we you know put that as a a priority. But with Justin gone, we need to start doing uh, more of this. So. All right. All right. I don't have anything else other than uh, tell your friends, spread the word a little bit. You know, we're you can get us on Roku. You can download our shows um, anywhere as a podcast directory. If, in fact, if you find one where we're not, please let us know. We'll make sure that we get ourselves there. Uh, we can get us on Stitcher, although I'm not quite sure how well we translate to audio only. And something, oh, yeah, this is the other thing I meant to mention in the very beginning. Uh, WLM radio, WLMN radio, uh, out of Crofton, West Virginia is starting to carry our shows. And they also have a TV version of it now. Uh, I think it's only one at night and we'll start showing up on there as well. So we'd like to welcome WLMN radio in Crofton, uh, to the Texan TV family or, well, the welcome us, whatever. (laughs) So, um, that's something that's new for us and we're really looking forward to working with them. They're great people out there. So um, they stream worldwide on their audio station and uh, we'll be on audio and on their video side as well. So also, uh, yeah, never mind. I already said that. <laughs> it's one of those kind of nights where my mind is not quite thinking straight a lot of weird stuff going on. All right, everybody. Well, we'll let everybody get back and uh, I'll go keep working on some of the little weird things that are happening around here